Hello and welcome back to From the Panther Pit. I'm Riley Stapleton. Um, back here with uh, Ben Barkley, one of our staff writers, um, sports writer, and got another episode coming at you. Um, once again, we're just in fall sports. We got some cross country today, volleyball, softball, football, uh, same old stuff. But uh, thank you for tuning in again, and um, we're going to hop right into it. Uh, we're going to open this up with cross country. Um, the team recently competed uh, in the Carrollton Orthopedic Invitational last Saturday, the 8th, and um, did pretty well. Also, um, competed on the first at the uh, AT&T Panther Invitational Heritage Church. And um, one of our photographer, our photography editor, Shelby Foster, did a slideshow on that, so you can check that out. Um, that went pretty well. Um, but in this past one on the eighth, um, girls are pretty well. Darby Olive was our highest finisher at a seventh overall. And also we had Allie Walker, Megan Dobso, and Aaron Schmidt finish the next three. So those were the highest scoring yeah. Panthers on the girls' side. Yeah, Walker finished 18th, Dobson was 22nd, Schmidt 25th. Um, you know, overall, pretty good performance. Um, you know, not too much to complain about, but on the boys' side is where uh, it picks up Nick Nyman, you know, a name you probably hear a lot whenever we're talking about mm-hmm. cross-country or track. Um, he finished first overall, and uh, Fultz followed him in ninth. So, um, once again, another good showing from cross-country. Um, pretty consistent, you know. I mean, Nyman and Fultz are always going to be in the, your top ten for as the boys. Always, and Dobso, or Darby Olive, I mean, um, we'll normally find her way into a top ten on most races. So, mm-hmm. um, once again, you know, following the wins at the 18th Invitational, they had another good showing in Carrollton. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, hopping over to volleyball, uh, they've kind of, you know, they've been on fire recently, but they're 14-9 overall, 2-0 and in the region, 3-3 three and three at home, 2-1 and one away, 9-5 and five neutral. You probably want to get that um home record up a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. been on fire recently getting a lot of wins yeah um six of the last eight we've won definitely mm-hmm. a big show and we also recently had over labor day we went down to south carolina mm-hmm. the only two times we lost were against teams nationally ranked mm-hmm. so it's definitely yeah. a big showing for us yeah down um, there. took third place and like ben said you know the only two teams we lost were both nationally ranked um mm-hmm. I think one of them was, like, really, really high yeah, um, ranked in the nation. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, coming third to them, you can't complain too much. Can't you know, this is a team Great show. looking to make another deep <laughs> playoff run. Um, I think at the beginning of the year when we were first talking to Flores about his first season, you know, he has big expectations for these girls. And from what I've seen, they look really good. They do. Um, on the fourth, we lost to Noonan again. They came here a little while ago, um, beat us in the first set uh, pretty good. We came back in the second one. Third one was – um, they came back and beat came us. Back. And so uh, on the fourth, we went to Noonan and lost 2-1 to one again. And, I mean, they're they're good, but we're right on we're their heels. Like, I mean, we, we can gotta compete with them. them. We can. Yeah, and then like I mentioned, 2-0 in the region, uh, we knocked off Griffin and Whitewater on um, the 11th. So, um, you know, hopefully going into the these region games, you know, you're picking up um, some momentum. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just improving, like Ben said, six out of the last eight have been wins. You want to keep that going. Um According to Max Preps, they have uh, Henry County tonight and Our Lady of Mercy. Um, so we've already played Our Lady of Mercy this year. Um, we beat them uh, pretty easily. Pretty um, and same thing with Harris County. Oh, this is Henry County this time. That's my bad. Gosh, they all too similar. But um, hopefully we can pick up two more wins, you know, turn that into eight out of the last ten, Definitely. go up 16-9. Um, but the team's looking really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of teams that are really good, we're going to hop on over to softball. I don't know if they know how to lose. <laughs> they do. I don't think they do. <laughs> they're, no. they're on fire. 16-1, and 8-0 in the region. 
only given up one wow. run against region opponents. Um, I believe just their uh, first game of the year, 16-1, they beat Griffin. Gave up that one run. But That's since then, I a, mean. A hard region for yeah. because of us, definitely, yeah. for sure. Um, you know, we battled with Whitewater mm-hmm. last year. You know, traded some games. We ultimately got them in the region championship. But this year, our first game against we beat them 8 nothing. Um I believe it was a mercy rule after was, five innings indeed. or something. Mercy rule. Um, Union Grove beat us 15-7. That's our only loss. Um, mm-hmm. and I mean, I, I mean, this team is just – I believe we beat East Coweta in a scrimmage at the beginning of the year. I think we talked about that on the first episode, you know, defending state champions. I mean, mm-hmm. these girls – I feel like, you know, you have that chip on your shoulder from your first round exit a year ago for yeah. winning the region, and they're Definitely. ready to just uh, bounce back. And, I mean – just Lots. looking at the win percentage and seeing 94%. I mean, yeah, really. Lots of talent on this team, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I think one thing to look at, just runs forced 168, runs allowed 42. I mean, that differential is just it's crazy. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Lost to Union Grove, won 10 straight after that. 16-1 record, like I said. I mean, and these region games are close. 16-1 over Griffin, um, 3-0 over McIntosh. You know, it's, just, it's not a blowout, but we shut them out. Jonesboro, 17 nothing. Whitewater, 8 nothing. Fayette County, 16 nothing. Riverdale, 17 nothing. Griffin, 8-0. And then, um, but the last game we played, McIntosh. We beat them 3-0 again. Yeah. And um, one of our, uh, our sports editor, Jenna Sanders, went and talked to Williamson, um, Coach Williamson, before the game, and um, – we're going to let you hear, you know, what he had to say going into that game. All right, so just talk to me a little bit about what you're expecting out of the game tomorrow. Um, well, it, it should be a good game. You know, they have a, they've got a solid pitcher, and it's not like we blew them out last time. It was, you know, 3-0, and they were in it, and they had chances to score. But, uh, you know, Lily got out of one jam, I think in the third or fourth inning when they had runners on. So it's you know, it's going to come down to playing good defense, not walking batters, and um, you know I, I would imagine it'll be another pretty tight ball game. What players are you looking at specifically that you were thinking are going to help us out you know, tomorrow? It's, it's, uh, it starts with the, the top of the lineup, Lauren and Leah getting on base, and then you know Kate and Joe Lee and, and Lily three, four, five holes driving them in, but you know. So far this year, we've got good production at you know, the bottom of the lineup, with, uh, whether it be Wakana, Alyssa, uh, Kendall's got well down there. But, uh, you know, we need another strong. Lily will pitch, so we need her to have another strong outing. And, uh, you know, then hopefully we can just get the hits at the right time. Who else are you looking at on the defensive end to help support the team? Um, defensively. You know, Kate does a she always does a great job for us behind the plate. You know, she keeps other teams from from taking extra bases when they do get on. Um, uh, you know, Melissa plays solid at short. Lauren's always been good at second. Uh, you know, so we, I feel like uh, defensively, like I said, if we're not making mistakes, we should we should be fine. But um, can't afford to can't afford to have several errors in a game like this. So. Hopefully everyone plays good defense. So, yeah, Williamson, um, I think he's made it clear that he feels very confident in this team if they just play Mm -hmm. mistake-free. We love to run the bases, very aggressive base running team. We have some good pitchers. And so as long as you, you know, keep those errors down, um, I mean, I think we can beat anyone. For sure. I mean, these girls are just good. I mean, it's – Very talented. If you haven't seen them play, you need to go out and watch them. I mean, they are just a force to be reckoned Mm -hmm. with. Um. I mean, it's just 
you know, you're lucky if you can escape without being mercy ruled. Yeah, really. And really the only team in the region that's managed to do that is McIntosh, and we've beaten them 3-0 twice. I'll say lucky if you can score a run. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Um, I mean, I remember the game against McIntosh that I covered the first time we beat them 3-0. Mm-hmm. The difference was really um, hitting. I think we just yeah. have – I mean, we have so many lefties in the lineup that uh, they like to slap and we can just get on base and then they're all fast. We can get people around. It really takes one hit and we're getting a couple runs. Mm-hmm. Um, but McIntosh has some great pitching too. And so, I mean, that could be a team that you possibly see in the postseason match up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a very good team. I just think um, really all the – they have a very – their lineup is dominated by right-handed players, and I think all the lefties we have has given us a huge advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, softball's on fire. Uh, they also have a game against uh, Jackson on the 14th and East Side. Those are at 4 and 7.30, and they go to Morgan County for a tournament. So that will be another yeah. big sweep. These girls are looking good. Oh, absolutely. Looking really good. Uh, like I said earlier, if you haven't you know, caught a softball game yet, you Gotta need to go, go. watch one. There, there's something to see. But um, we're going to hop on over to football, which um, I wish it's, it's I been a little be, bit of a disappointment. I wish I could bit. be bringing better news, but um, uh, we got that um, first one over Mountain Zion. You know, we felt good after that one. I first half was a little rough. We didn't have a very yeah. big lead. I think we only had a seven point lead at halftime. Pulled away in the second half, and it was kind of like you know, hopefully you just you know first game jitters. You got yeah. that off. You know, let's go see what can happen against Northgate. Um, yeah, and, and we dropped. Because of a hard coaching decision, um, Michael Lance missed a field goal early in the game. We scored one touchdown, kicked the extra point. We scored our second touchdown, and I think it was after the first touchdown. In between the two touchdowns, is when Lance missed like a twenty-eight yard chip yeah. shot. So after the second touchdown, when we were going up thirteen zero, we elected to go for two and came up about a yard short, maybe less, and um, eventually ended up losing by two points. And um, so the missed field goal, the two point conversion, really just came back to hurt us. Um, we, you know, got down 31-23 and um, had to go for that two-point conversion. Oh, no. Or, you know, if you just kick the extra point earlier, you just have to kick the extra point again, mm-hmm. and you had a tie ball game. If Lance makes a field goal, you win that one. Tough loss to Northgate. Tough loss. But, but then... I, I was feeling optimistic going to Chapel Hill. You know, they're a very experienced team, but um, a team that we beat two years in a row. 56 to 21 last year. Yeah, and then, big win over them. But, um, and, uh, yeah, I talked to Phillips before the game. Um, there's about some pregame stuff. Um, we have the interview. I'm going to plug that really quick so you can get, you know, how he was feeling going into that. And then um, we'll talk to you about the result. First thing is just Chapel Hill last year, we beat them 56 21. But I'm pretty confident that's a very different team this year. No, it's a different team for them. It's a whole lot different team from us, you know. Uh, 20 seniors, 17 starters gone, mm-hmm. a lot of experience. And, you know, we just, we're kind of starting over with all these brand new players. And, you know, like last week, you know, we, we take a kickoff and come out of our shoes and get it on mm-hmm. the one yard line and, and have a critical turnover late in the game and have a field goal partially blocked and didn't execute two point play on either side. So, you know, growing, growing pains. We're kind of going through it right now. So, um, I've heard, is Chapel Hill a pass-heavy team? Yes. Is this one I've been hearing? Yeah. How do you feel about our defense defending that? Well, you know, we, we train all summer with the passing leagues on Wednesday morning, and you know, to, for, to defend this. And so we've all done everything we can do to be ready to, to go out there and defend it and make plays. we just got to go make the plays. And, mm-hmm. and we've had people in position the whole season 
to deflect balls, pick balls, you know, make big plays, and we just haven't done it yet. Mm -hmm. Confidence comes along with that. And mm -hmm. I'm hoping we can start, you know, here, start making some plays tonight and and really seeing the confidence grow that, hey, I, yeah, I can do this. And, you know, you'll see a different player, see a different team once we start playing with some confidence. Yeah. And like you said, you know, we've had guys in position, and I don't think it's a problem with the cover, mm -hmm. corners covering people. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we've matched up with some good receivers, but right. can you talk me about the pass rush? Is there something that needs to improve there? Well, we don't have Colton Hauser anymore, yeah. obviously, you know. And uh, we've got some big guys that are, that are playing hard, but they just don't have the speed and quickness that we had last year. So it's everybody's going through a, an adjustment mm -hmm. period right now. and um, We're not quite 100% on our, our run stunts and our passing stunts. We're missing things here and there that are causing big, play, big plays. And, because we're losing gap integrity, which that means you got a player that's in charge of every gap. So if everybody's in their gap, there's no place for a, an offensive guy to mm -hmm. run. And we've missed a few, and it's been exposed. And Northgate, one of their big runs is when we messed up mm -hmm. the call. And uh, then on the pass rush, we've got guys on the edges. They have to contain the quarterback. That's their job. And we've not done that a couple times, and we've been exposed. So. It's work in progress. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got two more weeks before we play Jonesboro in the region opener, and, you know, we hope to get better every Friday night. But Kalen's had two huge games. Are yeah. you feeling confident with the way the offense moves the ball? Yeah, I feel good about him. He's, although he's still not following his, his you know, linemen sometimes. I mean, mm -hmm. there, was, there was a 97-yard touchdown run out there Friday night, last Friday. Had he stayed with his guard, that it would have been a gigantic play, you know. It would have been the second biggest play in Starsville history, I'm convinced. But he jumped back inside, and he's got to learn to trust his guys. You know, he's got to learn to trust his guys all the time, not just most of the time. And he's running hard. He's an extremely hard runner. He's blocking a lot better, and he's doing a lot better job of faking. He's he's growing into the the guy mm -hmm. that you know that carries his own offense. Yeah. And then Hody had a lot better game Friday yeah. night, and and Hunter continues to improve every time we get on the field. So. Again, with him, it's just a confidence factor with him. It's, it's just believing he can, he can make these plays, and he's starting to make it. <laughs> and with the injury to Nate, does that change your play calling with less runs for Hunter to be it conservative? It certainly does. You can't afford to get him hurt mm -hmm. at this point because our next quarterback is a true ninth grader. And um, so it, it, it did in the second half. It, it drastically changed our option game. And even heading, heading into the next few weeks, we've got to really be conscious about him carrying the ball. He's going to have to carry it some, but we've got to streamline what we do with him because you can't afford to get him hurt. So um, I remember talking to Phillips, and in the interview when we were talking, I brought up how Chapel Hill was known as you know a pretty good passing team. Yeah, they have a good quarterback. Sure. And um, at the game, there was a bit of a rain delay. And um, we kicked off a little late. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess Chapel Hill decided with the weather – they were going to run the ball a little more. Um, or maybe I had got wrong information about them, but they ran all over us. Beat us 49-19. I mean, it was it's, it was horrible. It was a thrashing. Um, I don't know if it was the weather. I don't want to just blame it all entirely on the weather, but we could not tackle. Um, mm -hmm. Their quarterback, K.J. Burton, I don't know how many in that game. I don't know how many sacks he shrugged off. But um, one thing, um, when I was talking to Phillips after the game, is we were – Getting close to halftime, and it was seven to five. You know they yeah. had they had a bad snap on a punt. We got a safety, so we're down seven five, and um, they're in field goal range with you know time running out. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
Burton drops back to pass, and one of our defensive linemen just flies right through. I'm already clapping, thinking we have the sack locked down. You know, they're going to have to kick a field goal. We go to halftime 10-5. And Burton shrugs him off and runs up the middle for a touchdown. And now you're sitting mm-hmm. at 14-5, going in halftime, which still, that's not, not the worst not thing in the bad. world. You can come back from that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was 42-5 to halfway through the third quarter, and you're just, you know, wondering what happened. Um, Lawson, our quarterback, Hunter Lawson, Jr., he connected on two touchdown passes in the fourth quarter, but because of how much Chapel was up by, it was a running clock. You know, they kicked in the mercy rule. And I think with how long I've been at Stars Mill, I've never seen, maybe except for Rome in the playoffs last yeah, year, but that's yeah. a different animal. That's, that's completely different. <laughs> that's like a Division One school in that's high school. That's a huge um, school ranked nationally, but – I don't know if I've – I mean, that was just a bad performance. For sure. I, I think mean, this team has so much potential that I think they are have performed below expectations for sure. But I, I feel you, you got to give – they have some growing pains. You know, their line's a, yeah. a little smaller than ori- yeah, definitely original. Lost they got some freshmen on, both on the lines. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's – it's not like I was expecting, like you know, a dominant defense. Because when you lose guys like Austin Shriver and, and Ryan Cox and Donovan and Colton Hauser mm-hmm. all in one year, yeah, it's tough. And, to I mean, those are guys who played a lot of down. That's a lot of these guys are stepping up, and you know, they don't have a lot of experience. And um, you know, it's just hard to jump into. I mean, Chapel Hill. I think they had like twenty nine seniors or something on the yeah, roster this year. They're a, a very experienced team, and you could just see that big. experience difference. Mm-hmm. But we just could tackle. Nah. I mean, it's harder to tackle whenever it's raining. But still, I mean, we were just missing tackles. You know, once the lead got a little bigger, it kind of looked like some guys were giving up. But um, what Phillips like to say is that these don't matter. Don't these matter. first four don't matter. Yeah. Two years ago, we started one and three, won the region, won you know, region. won a playoff game or two. And um, I I kind of agree with him on that. You know, ultimately, these don't matter. We just need to win our region yeah. games. Mm-hmm. I think the challenge is going to make sure that he can keep everyone motivated. But um, this Friday, uh, tomorrow on the 14th, 7.30, we have Sandy Creek, which another one, it's not going to be easy. Uh, nah, they had a bit sure. of a down year last year. Um, Missed definitely the playoffs last year. Yeah. That was, we got our first win, you know, in 18 years in against year, them. Last year. Uh, but, yeah, um, I have a story posted on the Chapel Hill game if you want to go read that um, to get a little more details. But it was just – I mean, I was feeling confident going into the second half, but they were yeah, just they way were. more prepared. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's just an experience. And I think as we go along, you know, Sandy Creek – ultimately these games are going to be great learning experiences yeah. for these guys because yeah. it's a pretty young team. I mean, you you're know, you're going from fans. like 26 seniors to – I think it's a single-digit number of yeah, seniors we have this year. this year. Um, but you have Sandy Creek – which will be another learning experience. But then we get Jonesboro, and hopefully that, that should be that a should winnable be game. Easy, where easy hopefully game. Um, you can kind of take everything you've learned from the first four, put it into that game, get a big win, get some momentum going. Um, and then we have at Griffin, at Whitewater, back-to-back, which will be which very, Which will be hard because Whitewater is really good this year. Yes. They've definitely improved. Whitewater is very good. Very. Um, and Griffin, I mean, well, with Griffin and Whitewater, these past two years it's been three-way ties with us yeah. three. Um, that we've, you know, been fortunate enough to come out on top. But of course, y'all remember last year's Griffin, Griffin game. game. Missed field goal from Lance mm. DN. Um, he hasn't been the best this year. I think he's three, he's six three for on six field on field goals right now um, this year. And like we said, you know, when you have a two-point loss to Northgate, those, those, those field, field goals, goals matter. You know, I mean, Griffin, Whitewater, you really you need to win both, and then Macintosh right and after Macintosh that. Right I after. mean, this schedule is brutal, which is why I think the Jonesboro game is huge. I think you need to put yeah. up 
a good fight against Sandy Creek. If you lose that one, hopefully you lose close. Um, you know, start to believe that you can compete with these good teams. Get a big win over Jones Jonesboro, you know, and start to piece what you've learned from these first four games. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully, I mean, you have to win at least two of Griffin, Whitewater, McIntosh. Hopefully, you can win all three. Yeah, for and sure. then um, wrap it up with Riverdale and Fayette County, which hopefully can be two more wins. Don't sleep on Fayette County though. Yes, yeah, Fayette County has definitely. They have. They're very athletic. Same yes, thing with Riverdale. Very. And, um, I mean, really, that's kind of what – I talked to folks at Chapel Hill, and he was saying, you know, they just have athletes. Mm-hmm. And so um, last year, you know, we had that loaded senior class. We were feeling really good, only dropped a game to Griffin. Griffin. There's no gimmies this year. I mean, you Absolutely. anyone can compete with anyone. It's anyone's region now, really. Yeah. But, um, I mean, the, the defense just needs to improve, and I think mm-hmm. that just comes with experience. But overall – I think we'll be fine. Yeah. I'm hoping for another region championship, another playoff appearance. You know, those are the goals that the team have, and I think that Phillips will definitely uh, be able to motivate yeah. them mm-hmm. and turn this team into something good. And, you know, a year or two down the line, this is going to be a very good football team. Very. Just um, groom these young talent. Groom yeah. these young players because the, there is talent. Yes, there definitely down, is. Down the I line. think part of it could be with how many seniors we had last year, how much they played. A lot of these guys stepping into starting roles are so inexperienced mm-hmm. or just have JV experience. Like the line being so small. Yeah. Mainly, I think a couple of freshmen are starting on the mm-hmm. line. Yeah, and um, it's a very, very young team. Like I said, next mm-hmm. year and maybe the year after that, um, hopefully it'll be a very improved football team. Mm-hmm. But I think there's still positives to look at this year. I don't think that, you know, after getting blown out by Chapel Hill, you just kind of, there's no need to hang your head and think the mm-hmm. year's over because that's yeah. what people did two years ago with the one and three teams. Like, you yeah. know, what's happening? Yeah. And then over. Gilly destroys Morrow, and we just rattle off all these region mm-hmm. wins. And it's like, you know, told you not to sleep on us. So um, we definitely know that Stars Mill is capable of turning it around. And, um, and that's really why we play these tough games. One of those big successes, Kalen Sims. Oh, my gosh. Def- Talking about uh, need to go watch a softball game, you need to go you watch Kalen Sims. Kalen Sims, run the ball. We had 175 yards against Chapel Hill. 116 were from Kalen Sims. He is he's crazy. dominant, crazy. I mean, it's just when you walk onto the football field and see all these guys playing, you don't expect to see this tiny little five, six or so, you know, number one kid just tear up everyone. Mm-hmm. But even against Chapel Hill, I saw him get frustrated, and he was running down the sideline, and it was just him and one other player. And I'm wondering, you know, is it a juke? Is it a spin? Because he's just that finesse yeah. type of player. He ran him right over. I mean, it's. He's just so talented. Mm-hmm. You need to go watch Kalen Sims. Hopefully he has a big showing against Sandy Creek. Hopefully, definitely. Want to see him succeed. Yeah. He is one of the bright spots on this team. Oh, the real deal. Um, hopefully, I mean, Hunter threw two touchdowns against, against Chapel, Hill. Chapel Hill. And um, I think one thing holding our offense back is um, definitely injuries. But Nate Kearns, our backup quarterback, got hurt. And the only other quarterback yeah. we have is a true freshman. Um, and so I think we're being a lot – more careful with Lawson and he's not running as much and that really hurts our offense mm-hmm. and then um, guys like Carson Kalen have kind of you know been struggling with injuries and like Nate Kearns was a guy who also played running back and our backfield is just beaten up and mm-hmm. it's really just down to Kalen Sims and Art at Hody and both are talented but mm-hmm. Kalen is something else it's... but um, yeah game tomorrow at home against Sandy Creek and then um, the following week is homecoming at home with John Jonesboro but um, I think that's all we have uh, you got anything else you want to add? I don't think. I think I'm good. Okay, Go watch um, the Sandy Creek game. It'll be a yes, good one. Yes, come out and support tomorrow. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and just uh, we'll catch you next time. Happy sports. Yeah, always. Always.